So one of the, I think, most powerful things in like my own healing journey, which is the place I teach from, so I think it's applicable to my work as well, but actually moving out of like having one body and one mind and starting to look at ourselves in parts. And when we can do that, then at the center really is the self, which I think the self isn't something that can ever be damaged. It's not something we have to develop. It's not something we have to work at. It's it's there. It's like at our core. But we have all these different parts that have had all these different experiences. And when they get triggered or they're not feeling safe, they kind of take over or blend with the self. And so we're in like our fear body or fear circuitry or fear brain, if you will. So being able to unblend, being able to just say like, oh, wow, this this part of me that holds a lot of fear has taken over. What I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, the way I'm talking to myself, this is all part of this particular nervous system. This isn't self. So then being able to ask that part of you, can you take a step back so we can actually work together on this instead of you taking me down in all of your fear? So to me, parts work is like essential for healing, whether it's nervous system, trauma, but making space for your intuition. Because I know the times that I've you know slowed down, created space, I always, always, always have like an instant download of clarity that I could never tell you exactly where it comes from. But it's, it's a particular voice that I hear and there's like a, a wisdom to it and a, an elderliness and a, a spiritualness to it that it's just very clear and very simple and very quiet that always knows. It's just all knowing whether or not I listen to it <laughs> has a lot to do, I think, with how much like I can tolerate in my nervous system because a lot of times the things that that kind of voice says is really inconvenient. <laughs> and really you look around and you're like, I don't think I can do that. That's a big ask. But if we don't listen, you know, we kind of miss out on the choice in that moment. And usually the consequences to me are more severe because then mm. we're heading down a path that's, you know, not in alignment with our intuition. Mm. Yeah. I love how you just framed that because I've never actually thought about it like that before. It comes up a lot. People ask, okay, I'm now opened up to my intuition, but why don't I trust it? And I mm-hmm. just clicked for me. It's again, a rebalancing of the nervous system because that's an even, not only have we created space in the nervous system to even receive that information, but the next level is, do you have enough space to then act on it? Yeah. I got chills. That's a ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Ooh, (laughs) yes. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's two different things. We, we can, I think we have to start with, you know, creating enough space internally to be able to get that download and to hear it, but then to actually honor it, to listen to it, to take action on it is a whole different thing. I'm really gonna sit with that one. Because I think that's brilliant and it's so true. And I'm thinking of all the people I've worked with in my own life. Yeah, it's true. The intuition is is not always a convenient truth. And it does require one to walk to the beat of their own drum. So if you're already working with a sensitivity that feels attacked maybe by the outside world, then that can be a big ask. 
Mm-hmm. And and ma- yeah, and maybe there's like compassion yeah. to say, okay, I got this far, right? I received the information, and we're just—it's just an indication that there's a little bit more regulation that needs to happen. Yeah, and it, and it's tricky too because sometimes these messages come in, and then again, different parts of ourselves hear it, and they have conflicting wants and needs, right? Like a, an experience I had um, not too long ago was kind of this message came in when I was in partnership that this isn't your, this isn't your life partner. And I heard that and it was just like, oh, like, maybe I can pretend I didn't hear that. <laughs> maybe oh no, that it doesn't work that way. And I've I had, i clearly, yeah. <laughs> maybe that came from something else. <laughs> I too have had that. I was like, you know what? I think the house needs more pillows. I think that's the, I think that's the solution. I just, you know, yeah. I need to nest. Yep. Yeah. yeah but- we've all been there. And you hear stuff like that, and and then it sends all these different parts of you into different spirals, right? So I think all parts of your nervous system are then activated by it because one part is saying probably like, no, 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 right? Like, we just need to do this, this or this, rationalize it, right? Or change ourselves, be more perfect, do something different. And then another part is saying like, oh, but I don't, I don't want to be alone. I don't want this or that. Like we can't do that. You know? So every part of us has an opinion. I think when that intuition comes in so clearly, and I think our work is to listen to all of our parts, to hear what they have to say, but then to be able to speak from self, speak from like a collection of voices and not just one part. Cause when one part speaks, that's when I think we get into either self-sabotage or we're super impulsive. We burn the whole thing down. You know, we completely ignore it. So whenever we're like in black and white type responses, we're not in self or intuition. We're in parts, parts that are activated and triggered. I think it for me, it's so much about being able to tell what part of me is speaking. And we might get this intuitive download and we really might need to say, this is going to be too much for parts of me to take this action in this moment or instantly, right? And so we might hear it and say, I hear it, I honor it, and I can't do that in this moment, right? I'm accepting, using my example, this isn't my life partner, but in this moment, I'm going to just be with that and I'm going to notice what different parts of me needs because it might be more detrimental for me to just pick up and instantly end a a significant partnership, right? And maybe it means there needs to be more conversation or more support or more opening. And so I I do give myself permission to like live with that truth, but also explore it without feeling like it requires like instantaneous action because that's going to set off different things in my nervous system that actually might not be tolerable 